Welcome, this is Karen and Tim Titus from Stampin' on the Back Porch, and we're doing a podcast about creativity, paper crafting, and life. So we have made it to Christmas week, 2020. We have. This will be a Christmas to remember. It will it be will. a lot different for a lot of us. Last week, we did a podcast about rethinking Christmas traditions and gave lots of new ideas of what we could try this year. Today, I wanted to talk about Christmas traditions and share a lot of the stories that our listeners have offered. But first, I know, what are we doing for Christmas this year? Nothing. No, all. No. I'm making my famous, my mother's famous caramel rolls. Just for the two of us. Just for the two of us. Karen requested that. But we are celebrating with our local kids. Our kids far well, away, we aren't seeing, but our local kids. Yes. Two days early. So Yeah. But we are around a bonfire at our son's house. And same thing we did for Thanksgiving. And I thought, how fun. Yes. It's going to be really bitterly cold here on Christmas Day. So that's why they, so we're doing Christmas Eve early. and Christmas Day. So that's why they moved it up early. And because we still don't go into our kids' homes. They don't come into ours. So I am just grateful that we're going to have that time. I think being around a bonfire will be wonderful. And again, around a bonfire, we'll be telling stories. And that's going to be our story about this, this Christmas. <laughs> so And this time I will dress for the weather. Yes. <laughs> I will bring extra clothes so I can dress down instead of freezing to death, thinking that I'd be fine. What got me thinking about sharing traditions was that recently, you know, my mom is 96. She's in a nursing home and she, you know, will be alone there at Christmas. And so one of the things that's been really fun to do with her lately is we've talked a lot about Christmas's past. And that just brings a lot of joy. Just just remembering things and just kind of the fun of that. And then she called me all excited one day <laughs> because the woman giving her a bath happened to ask her if she knew, knew what lefsa was. <laughs> My mom has made lefsa every, I mean, so for so many years, that was our tradition. And so to be able to talk about that, and this woman has a Norwegian grandfathers. So they started talking about all kinds of traditions. And do you know, for days after, my mom would remember something else they talked about. And I... It just made me think the power of stories, even that we share with each other and that we listen to other people's stories. What a difference that's made in her life. And on that same day, our neighbor, mm -hmm. Tim and Sarah, Sarah makes laughs every year. And she gave us a little Each year supply she gives of it. Us a yes. Little, yes. And so we took some out to Karen's mom. Butter only, no sugar. And she makes them like my mom. My mom did the ultra thin. Yep. You know, I know there's different types. And my neighbor does it like that. So what a treat for mama. It's just kind of it all was. came together. And it just made me think about even when you can't do things anymore, just the memories are so fun. So I had put that on my Facebook page and asked people to share about some of their memories. And uh, Linda had said, Norwegian baking and gathering with family. So see, we got more Norwegians in there. And Shannon said, long live lefsa parties. And, and that's really what it was. You know, and my parents would make just lots and lots of lefsa. So we're going to talk first about the food. You've already talked about your mom's caramel rolls, you know. Yes, and we're going to have that. Yep. So we'll... Big success. Kathy Murphy talked about her dad never cooking, unless mom was in the hospital having a baby. Except at Christmas, 
they would make Christmas treats together. Fudge, divinity, taffy. They'd butter their hands and dad would let them pull the taffy. Did you ever do that as a child, make taffy and nope. pull the taffy? No, never did. Uh, uh, we did that. And it's, you know, it's so fun when you hear other people's stories, then you kind of relate, oh. That goes uh, too that... uh, sissified for us farm boys. Yeah, right. But uh, popcorn balls, I bet your mom made popcorn. Yes. Yes. All of that kind of yes, we did. good stuff. And guess what else we made? Which I love. Oh. Sweet soup. Sweet soup. Oh, that's right. With uh, that's tapioca, taste, raisins, no. prunes. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Pepper nuts is the other <laughs> sweet that I remember. Yes. That, that, that was really a fun, yes. fun thing but your mom made. Let's talk about sweet soup okay. for a while longer. <laughs> that let's doesn't bring up on. fond memories no, I got to me. figure out how to get some of that. Maybe I could get okay. the recipe. You probably could, and, and I think it has a dozen ingredients that we just oh. might not need after. <laughs> anyway, Les was sharing them. She was younger. They would all have a different counter, take a different counter spot, and everyone would work on different cookies. Our um, COVID counters? Yeah, they'd be COVID counters. But a lot of people do that. Get together and do all of your cookie baking, make a whole bunch of that together, which is really a fun memory. Um, our, grand, was, our grandson, Hank, has another grandma mm -hmm. named Karen. And they have and like they do that. a huge production. Yeah, they, they do all that. And Casey even wrote that cookie baking marathon on Christmas Eve. I thought, that's a really fun Christmas Eve tradition. I, you know, I wouldn't think about baking then. Usually it's kind of all done, but I thought, how fun. They've always helped and everyone makes things, so I think that's pretty fun. So when we talked about the Christmas meal. We talked about the oyster stew that you, mm. you never did like. Oh. <laughs> Here were a couple of fun comments that I thought were really fun. Warmed up milk with... <laughs> oysters floating around inside them. It's just like, oh, that's bad. So how about this? I really like this. Colleen said, we had chicken and noodles over mashed potatoes. Just a bit of starch. What? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Chicken and noodles? Chicken with noodles over, over mashed potatoes. potatoes. That's really wow. interesting. And Tina said, my husband's family always had cinnamon rolls and chicken and noodles on Christmas Day. I never Seriously. thought of that as a tradition. I'm sure this started because it was fun. To, uh, it was a way to feed a lot, and now it's a tradition we cherish. Wow. I could like that, chicken and noodles. I wonder if there's a heritage connected to that. Mm -hmm. we, know, uh, mm -hmm. We're both from the same hometown of Jackson, Minnesota, and so the way we make lefsa, the way my mother made it, was the same way that artists made it. So I don't know, maybe there's, maybe there's regional I don't know, but I think that's interesting. About, about food and... Holidays. A fun memory about your mom was always fun. You know, we when our oldest child turned eight, we turned over the Christmas Eve dinners to the kids. Every year they planned it and made it. They still do. And the only thing that what really became fun out of it is they never repeated anything. So our job was to get the list and go buy all the ingredients. You know where I'm going with this. I thought you were going to say the only fun thing about it was how much it upset my mother. Oh, yes. I was going to say that. Oh. A memory of her mother... <laughs> we had like Chinese food, and she was just like saying, "What are you guys?" No, it was doing? lamb or something. Lamb, that she, oh. Something she did not like. Lamb. Oh yes. And she was always here for Christmas. And this was, this was later in life. She was spending a couple weeks with us, and <laughs> and uh, her was comment bad. was, "Tim, what am I going to eat?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> As bad as the kids I said. Well, it's one meal, Margaret. I I think you can make it. But anyway, I just think it's kind of fun because that's part of our tradition. And I remember the year that the Asian dinner. I don't know how many courses it was, but it was uh, a full sheet of typing paper, single spaced, all the ingredients. And you went to that was before things were so readily available. Like now, this is 
our kids were much younger. <laughs> he was all over to stores looking for these things. But oh, is it memorable? <laughs> so uh, Sherry Anderson said on Christmas Eve, Grandma always made stew with turnips and rutabagas. Ooh. I always thought that off, but now that she's gone, I miss it terribly. Isn't that the truth? And even the funny comment about your mom, you know, we talk about that every Christmas. It's just part of the the fun that she, you know, is just kind of part of her personality and the memories. It's all just very fun. See, turnips and rutabaga, that would sound, that's really a good, good idea. You can, you can do that. I would like that. Would you? Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, I like that. They're both a, a stronger thing so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have you try it and then you mm-hmm. can report back i love what samantha said family dinner we would start cooking the day before and always without fail we always forgot the corn in the microwave <laughs> i absolutely love that <laughs> and janice says my earliest memories of christmas in australia is sweltering heat and i just thought this is fun because it's imagining something very different but sitting with mom dad sister and nana eating a roast dinner and christmas pudding (laughs) (laughs) i thought that's just so so fun nana always made that included six pence and three pence pieces to find in the Mm. pudding isn't that a fun Mm -hmm. fun tradition sounds very british yes it does which that's where they came from and rachel said that they always had Reuben sandwiches from corned beef that her grandma baked mm. and a bunch of finger foods. And then, and I love this part because this reminds me of my childhood. We'd gather in the den after supper and sing Christmas carols, a cappella. they did. But I remember my grandmother sitting at the piano and mm. playing and we would do Christmas carols. Then we'd read Luke 2 and we'd all spend the night so Santa could bring gifts to the kids. I thought yep. that is a... Um, I remember the one year we had a professional... Violin player. Violin player. Fiddle player, and um, who lives in Arkansas now. But yeah. um, she, it was so fun because my mother played piano. And not and she, all that well. <laughs> to be, you know, well, your with, mom loved playing. But well, arthritis she was in her hands. And with and arthritis, and, and she didn't play. She played a lot at the nursing home. Yeah. But this was later in life, and her hands didn't move quite the same. But yeah. it wouldn't bother her at all. Yep. The two of them, so we've got this professional musician, and then Tim's mom. Oh, it was, we just all had tears. It was so precious. And your, um, the fiddle player has always said that was one of her favorite yeah. Christmases that she spent just remembering yep. the fun of doing that with your mom. So anyway, speaking about overnights, Mary Cantwell was talking about that they would sleep on army cots in their aunt's dine, dining room. Um, and I thought, you know, the fun of, did, did you ever sleep over at your cousins and stuff at Christmas? No. Or were we always alone? But for a lot of people, you do if you traveled to your grandparents. And I thought, that's a fun memory, too. I remember Christmas at my aunt and uncle's house, and they didn't have indoor plumbing. Yeah, that's, that, was, mm-hmm. that makes me old. But um, it was really a, a big deal to go over there for Christmas. And my grandpa's house, it, it was such a... I don't know if that was Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but it was so fun to be with Grandpa and Grandma and all the all the cousins and aunts and uncles. So, so we would travel when our kids were young and stay overnight at my parents. And my parents, so be their Grandma and Grandpa, always slept on the floor with the kids. Well, they gave us the beds. <laughs> they started that tradition a long time ago. But my dad was in his eighties um, by the time that ended. My mom had moved to the sofa by that time because she just couldn't handle her back the next day. But 
boy, the, the kids remember that. And that was just really um, a very special time about that. So the next topic I want to talk about was church services. These are some great comments. I thought um, Betty talked about going to a midnight Christmas Eve service, singing Silent Night by Candlelight. Still to, to this day, that's mm -hmm. what I love about candlelight services. Yep. You know, just having that candle. And as a child, how, yep. how just meaningful that was. Several people like Linda talked about going to candlelight service in the small country church that they grew up in. <laughs> and Deb, Betty, and Kathy all talked about going to church on Christmas Eve, and there was probably, might be a kid's program or something, and you'd go home with a sack with an apple or orange, nuts, and some candy. Absolutely. I had forgotten about that. Yes. Till reading that. We did too, and that was so special. I was thinking that was connected to country school, but that was... It was connected. church. It was a church tradition. Yeah, Karen and I grew up in the same Lutheran church. So I think that's really cool. And I don't know we did Christmas Eve, but we did it with the Christmas program. And I just remember going home with that. That was such a, an awesome thing. Marcia was saying that this year for their church, it will be 15 minutes in the church parking lot singing Silent Night with Candles. Hope mm. we don't all cry. We won't be able to hug each other, but we will be thankful to be alive. And I thought, boy, that, that is just a great way of looking at it and the different celebration. You know, our church is going to have a traditional service at five just for a few people so you have to pre-register and then at nine they're going to do bonfires outside and do mm -hmm. kind of a worship thing instead of the evening it's going to be way too cold for us to think of going but i think that's a really a great idea to, to do something else and then other traditions i love twyla kate says i don't think my mother intended for this to be a tradition but every year, she would forget where some of the presents were in. <laughs> and throughout Christmas Day, more presents showed up as she would remember. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> and also, one year, one got one mitten because she didn't have time to finish the other. <laughs> so <laughs> Those knitting? great stories. <laughs> like knitting them? Yeah. So she was making them and didn't get it done. It's like your half-made made gifts. And Jan was saying that when her... After her granddad died, her grandmother would spend Christmas with them, and they would do the Santa Lucia. We have friends that still do that on the 13th of yep. November. The oldest girl in the family would get but the wreath of candles and the plates and go take breakfast in bed. Is that bed. the candles on your head? Yeah. 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 Wow. Which is really cool. I love, you know, because we have friends that still do that. Yeah. I thought that's really fun. Other people talked about playing games, how important that was at Christmas. Uh, how about the old-fashioned lights on the that bubbled? On the trees? Ooh, yeah. I love those, too. And Brenda was saying she still loves filling a thermos with cocoa and driving around looking at Christmas lights in our jammies. <laughs> and I thought, I love even the picture of that. And that mm -hmm. is something we can still do today. Yep. I thought, I I'd go for that. <laughs> Maybe not in your pajamas. But... <laughs> and then, oh, uh, well, it kind of <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> it's kind of all the same lounge I mean, <laughs> what we live in. But... Sue Hendricks was saying that her favorite memory, and this wasn't a tradition, but a, a memory was the first year her older sister moved to Washington State and her mom borrowed a Santa suit and had her brother dress up and say, they made this real Santa. What I, um, and the, the kids were young enough, they didn't realize it, you know, that it was their, their uncle. So anyway, and I thought, and it was just a fun surprise. And I thought, how great is that to have a memory like that? And you know what it made me think of the year that our, one of our sons, when he was a senior in high school, mm -hmm. 
he really wanted to go to the Philippines. We had gone there when he was 11 to get his youngest sister, who was two. And well, it was just we all very, went. We all went. We yeah. all went. <laughs> he didn't go on his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sent the 11-year-old. No. Yeah. But it just had made a profound impact. And his senior year, he just really felt like he wanted to do that. So he traveled alone. Yep. And... Spent a couple of weeks at the orphanage where his sister had been. Took time off of school. Yeah, he, yeah, and it was just a very meaningful thing for him. And they had him wear a Santa suit and and pass out all the presents. And I thought that's going to be such a special memory. It's a special memory for me, and we weren't there, but just knowing that yep. he did that was just so cool. And then, you know, most of the memories weren't about gifts. There were just a couple little ones, like Catherine talking about how when they were little. They'd open one present on Christmas Eve, and it would always be pajamas. Mm. We did that, and uh, her grandmother did that, and she continues that tradition and does it for the grandkids. Mm. I also just love that, carrying on the traditions. We did that. It was we, my grandma. Your, in my your, family, when I was family. young, okay. my grandma always gave us pajamas, and we wore them to bed yeah. Christmas night. Where and I thought, that's, uh, you know, I just, and I love that idea of taking, um, we are not sure. If this is working. If this is working. We're hoping it is, but we're getting all kinds of messages. We're going to power through, and if it doesn't... Okay. Okay. Well, now we're back. <laughs> and Jean Thompson was talking about being in New Zealand. They would put a pillowcase on the foot of their beds for Santa. Really? Isn't that fun? And they woke, they'd explore the pillowcase. One big present, and then fresh fruits, nuts, lollies, balloons, and other little bits. <laughs> lollies. <laughs> lollies, I love that. So I think... But you know what's fun when you think about gifts is kind of like the tradition of the gifts. It's not even the gifts themselves. So it's just kind of fun. And then the last thing I want to talk about was family gatherings. Is, you know, it, it is just the time when a lot of us get to see family that we don't a lot of time. But here are a couple of exceptional ones. Barb Faffenroth has eight younger siblings. Mm. So, so they rent a hall and they get together. And... Uh, Last year, they had 148 people. They will really miss <laughs> doing that this year. So that is really something. And Heather Bree was saying for the last 22 years, her family has gathered at a roller skating rink back where her mom and siblings mm. grew up. How fun is that? In Wyndham, Minnesota? <laughs> no, that's where we went to a roller rink. I don't even know how to get out of this. <laughs> but um, And did you want to say something? No, I just, I just was, I, the idea of going roller skating on Christmas, what um, Jamie's, our daughter-in-law's family, they go bowling. Every, they go bowling. Yeah. Every Christmas yeah. morning. And I think, you know what's interesting? You're just even hearing, I'm just sharing some of these stories, and look at the memories it brings up for you. Yeah. Both your memories, friends' memory, you know, it's kind of, um, it, it just really just brings up, stories are just so important. I also just wanted to say that several of you have shared that this is your first Christmas maybe alone or your first Christmas missing someone that you really, really love and miss terribly. And I always just think it's important to say it's okay to not be happy this Christmas. It's okay to be sad and lonely and... Melancholy. Melancholy. But the one little bit of thing, I think when you really, really miss someone, I think it also shows... They were really, really important in your life. And I'm sure you have a lot of memories with them. Live with those memories. Appreciate that they were a part of your life. And, you know, that is 
what it is. So even though, um, I, you know, ultimately the most important story at Christmas is the Christmas story itself. Yep. And I think, you know, we're going to look back at this Christmas and we'll have stories about this Christmas and it will be a very unique time and how we spent that. And it makes me think about the kids, the grandkids in your life too. What stories are they going to tell and what are just the little things that we can do, including, I do remember it being fun being young and hearing all the adults talking about their traditions and their stories. You know, there's that thing about just listening to people's stories. Mm -hmm. So this year, may you take time to just think about precious stories in your life, the precious people. A chance to reflect. Yeah. Also reflecting because the new year comes a week later. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's, I've, al I've always tied those two together because mm -hmm. the celebration at Christmas and then New Year's. And this year with so much less busyness, there really is more time yep. for reflection. It is, there is. So thank you for spending this time with us, and we wish all of you a very, very... Merry Christmas and Happy very New special Year. Christmas, yes. Bye. Bye. I think that was good. Is it going to be just terrible that we have all those tech things in there? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. idea what this... Oh! And you know, the thing came up, it just that is a... Your AG virus is out, and that is a...